I want to share a little something with you. So I have a, I, I, love, I love the Bible, I love God's word, but I have a life verse, okay? A life verse. So no matter what happens, I cling to this verse. And I probably cling to this verse more than any other passage of scripture, and I'm going to explain to you why. But the verse itself comes out of the book of Acts. It's Acts 24, 16. And it says, so I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. Right? I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. And I'm going to tell you why this is, this is my favorite verse. So way back when, it wasn't that long ago, but way back when, when I, when I first tried to read the Bible, I read it from beginning to end in a year. You know, it's got one of those schedules and you can kind of follow it along and read it. So I read the whole thing and I didn't understand like any of it. To be, to be honest, I was very, very confused by the whole thing. But that was one of two verses that stuck out to me, right? And here's the reason why this one stuck out to me. This particular verse stuck out to me because when I first decided that I was going to be all in into in this faith thing, all in to, to being a follower of Jesus, a lot of people who I thought were friends kind of just, just scattered, right? And I find myself in a very lonely place. And I was like, well, I thought I was the same me, you know, and, and I actually thought most of the parts of me were getting better. But here I am just losing friends, just people just falling away. Oh, yeah. And it was a very lonely, very isolated place to be. And, and it went on for quite a while. But what I realized real fast was that the people that fell away fell away because I no longer had anything to offer them. When I was out partying, and, and, and let me tell you, I party like nobody's business. I'd stand by the bar and be like, shots, let's go, you know? I, I, used, to, I, used, to call my, I used to call myself the best drinker in my weight class, and I'm pretty small, but I, I did all right, right? When I was partying, everybody wanted to hang. Where the party at, Pete? Where we going? What we doing? Let's go, let's go, let's go. And when I started to try to make myself better, not that there's anything wrong with you know, hanging out and having a good time, but you know, there's limits, right? But once I started to grow closer to God, start to understand his word, understand what it meant for me, it seemed like I just couldn't please people. Nor did I want to, right? That was the huge revelation. And that's why this verse means so much to me, because it says, so I strive always, always, to keep my conscience clear before God and man. But look at the order that it comes in. It says God first and then man. See, the problem is if, you, if you're always trying to please the people around you, you're always going to disappoint somebody. Somebody won't be happy with you. Whether you're doing right, whether you're doing wrong, whatever. But when you strive to please God first, hear me now, I don't care what people think. You know what I'm saying? I used to live a life where I would come home at night or maybe wake up the next morning and be like, what did I do? Did I give that girl my number? How many people did I give my number to? How did I get home? Where's the car? Where's my keys? Where's my wallet? What did I, you know, I was filled with a lot of doubt. I didn't know how the night necessarily played out. You know, some people might walk up to me and 
I don't know if they're coming to smile or they're coming to hit me. But you know, when, when I came to understand what it means to have a, a man named Jesus die for me so that I could be forgiven, I started to learn to forgive myself. And in learning to forgive myself, I started learning there's certain things that just ain't right. And so I'm just not going to do it. All right? So having that attitude, it releases me from shame. Having that attitude, it released me from regret. Because now I don't have to look and dwell in the past. I can, I can live free in the present and then anticipate the future as long as I, as long as I keep walking right. Right? So I'm sharing this with you because I had a conversation with somebody today and somebody said something about me. And I got to tell you, I was ready to box. All right. I was mad. I was mad. I was mad. James, hear me now. All right. But then I remembered something. I was like, wait a minute. I'm a child of God, man. And what that person said about me, for them to say it means they don't know me. And if they don't know me, I can't be bothered by their words. Because anybody that knows me knows I'm first a man of faith. Knows I don't lie. Knows I'll tell you the truth whether you want to hear it or not. Means my yes is a yes and my no is a no. And that's okay. And you say, I'm right, it's okay. Because when I lay my head down at night, the only thing I regret is not doing more to help teach people about Christ is that I didn't do enough to help grow his kingdom. And that's all right, because God will, and I'll wake up tomorrow, and I'll get an opportunity to do that again. Amen. But anything else and everything else, my conscience is clear. I'm sharing this with you because, guys, we, we can find ourselves stuck unable to move forward in life because we're too busy dragging behind us our past, our shame, our regret, our hurt. We got to lighten that load, folks. We got to let it go. There's a lot of people I'd like to say I'm sorry to face to face for things I've done in my past. I might not be able to. I might not ever get that chance. But I have been broken, crawled to the foot of the cross. I've asked God to forgive me. And you know what? It has to be enough because it is enough. From then on, my job is not to make the same mistakes. But in bettering myself, I can only better the people around me. And so I strive always to keep my conscience clear for God and man because my business is kingdom business. And kingdom business means if I believe, which I do, that I'm going to heaven, then my job is to bring people with me, as many as I can. So 
So I'm packing up my bus. Who's with me? Amen. Amen. So this is my life verse, and I'm willing to share it with y'all. Y'all can borrow it. All right. It's Acts 24, 16. But I'm going to tell you this. If your conscience isn't clear today, that's just a prayer away. A heartfelt prayer away. An authentic, real prayer away. If you don't know how to do that, I'm right here. I'll be happy to pray with you. If you are able to do it, do it. If you ain't there yet, I'm going to pray for you right now. Sounds good? Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you. I thank you so much that, uh, you know, today, today I caught a glimpse of who I used to be just for a second there. But I thank you so much for reminding me who I am. I thank you, Lord, that I don't, I don't got to get angry at the trivial things. I don't got to let myself get caught up in he say, she say stuff. Lord, I'm grateful that you have uh, made me something I never thought I could be in a way that I never thought it could happen. And so I got stories by the tons, but they're all your story. They're all a story about how you have worked in my head and how you have worked in my heart and you have made old things new. And so, Lord, I thank you for that freedom that I found in you. I thank you that my conscience is clear. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are hearing me today. I pray that they might know that peace. I pray that they may find that peace. I pray that they may yearn for that peace and then in their, in their search that they may find you. Lord, I love you. Thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you all very, very much for your time. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.